Welcome to the Red River Podcast, where we recognize our strength relies on our bond. It's a challenge to live this life on mission. So what does that look like as a wife, a mom, in my career, or just the typical everyday? Sponsored by Hookster Creek Ministries, our show unpacks the highs and lows as we share practical tips, uncover areas that most of us could work on, and thoughts on where to start. So grab a friend and I'll introduce you to some of mine when we engage in a coffee chat about how to live a missional lifestyle as an everyday child of the King. I'm your host, Candace R. Reyes, and you're listening to the Red Rover Podcast. Welcome to the Red Rover Podcast. I'm your host, Candace R. Reyes, and I'm so glad you're here with us today. We have a great episode in store. All season long, we have been talking about how God is bigger than our excuses. And in each episode, we have chosen one of those excuses that a lot of us can resonate with and unpack it with our guest who has overcome those fears because they know God is bigger and he continues to stretch their faith muscles. Today, my guest, Quinnis Petway, shared how she stepped outside of her comfort zone and by her choosing to step, illuminated how big her God truly is. Quintus Petway is an author, blogger, facilitator, licensed professional counselor, wife, and mother whose mission is to help Christians shift their perspective of God, to strengthen their relationship with him and clarify their identity in Christ so they can be all he created them to be. Quintus wrote a book titled A Glimpse of Our Father, Lessons Parenthood Reveals for All of God's Children. And she hosts a weekly small group called Gathering for a Glimpse, where she journeys with participants through the book as they dive in deeper into the heart of our Heavenly Father. Friends, there's a lot of little nuggets in this episode I know you're going to love. So grab some paper and a pen with your favorite cup. And let's dive into my chat with Quinnis Petway. Hey, Quinnis, welcome to the Red River Podcast. I am so honored you're here with me tonight. Thank you, Candice. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I cannot wait for us to have our conversation tonight because we're going to be talking about how God is bigger than our excuses. But before we jump in, I'd love for you to share a little bit about yourself and your passion and how that passion has influenced your life. Well, Candace, that's a loaded question. So a little bit about me. I am a wife to my husband of 14 years. I, we have two daughters together that are beautiful and brilliant. They are eight and four. I'm also a counselor by profession and an author, writer, speaker, all those things. But more importantly, I am a daughter of the King. I love the Lord with all of my heart. And my passion is to do his will and to help others recognize who they are in him and whose they are, recognizing that God is their father, and they are his children. And so how that plays out into my life is just picking and seeking opportunities where I can serve with purpose, that have meaning, that have an impact on the lives of others with whom I work. So whether that is through my career, through the ministries that I'm involved in, my passion influences all of those life choices. Amen. Amen. I love that. I love that your passion is, is wholeheartedly for, for God. 
And yes. that, that is what drew me to you and wanted, and I wanted to, to meet you and to have you on the show because of that. Cause I, I have seen it radiate through your Facebook pages, through your, through your talks that you have online, and then also through your book, which we're going to talk about later tonight. But before we start, I'd love for you to share a little bit about your timeline. And um, when you heard that calling on your life to when you actually embraced that calling, what was, what was the timeline for you on that? And so I believe that we have callings all throughout our life for different seasons. And so for this season, the calling to write probably came about five years ago mm-hmm. when my daughter was about three or four years old and she's now eight. And God just started to impart a book for me to start writing. So over time, I started writing the notes for the book and then eventually it became a book that was published. But that second part of the calling was to not only write, but to blog and to speak and to facilitate. Mm. So facilitate a small group where I'm working with that passion of helping others recognize their identity in Christ. Um, It wasn't easy. But I knew that that's what God was calling me to do. So back to answer your question, it probably took about five years for that whole thing to unfold. Okay. Okay. Since it took about five years, what, was there any hesitation or, um, and if there was, what, what was that hesitation for you? So the writing piece, there wasn't. Okay. Because that's me behind the scenes. I don't mind being behind the scenes or as a therapist, the one-on-one therapy, the, group therapy, things like that. But when it comes to actually after writing the book, having to promote it, Mm. God said, Quanice, you have to speak about it. You have to talk about it. You have to get active on social media because I was behind the scenes on social media. Mm -hmm. Yes, I had the account. I only had Facebook. I didn't even have Instagram at the time, to be honest, because technology wasn't my thing. I might've kind of looked at what some of my friends were doing, but God said, no, You're going to have to come from behind the scenes and come Mm -hmm. to the front to help bring this message forward, because how else will people know? They're not going to know if you you keep it to yourself. And I didn't give you this message to share with my children to keep to yourself. Mm. And so, yes, there was some slight, um, I wouldn't say hesitation, but nervousness. Mm. I, I wanted to be obedient. But there was nervousness. There was a point, though, a turning point where I attended an online workshop about marketing your book and talking about your book. And the coach challenged us to do your first live, your first Facebook live. And she said, you know, she always had us start with, are you bringing the old me or the new me into this room today? And so Hmm. we would always type out in the chat, the new me. So she said, no excuses, do that live. I'm like, well, I've never done a live before, but okay. (laughs) And so from that point on, I went ahead did the live and I've been doing lives not frequently, but enough to where I'm getting comfortable because once again, in order for people to get the message, I have to speak it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, absolutely. I love that you, you knew that that was a fear of yours or just that, that has not a hesitation, but just like, okay, I'm not comfortable with this just yet, but you went and found somebody who already knew how to do this, who walked you through it and then gave you the tools and said an encouragement and said, Quinice, you can do this. And so friends, I just want to encourage you. If there is something that God has put before you and you have that, like, "Eh, I don't know if I really want to do this or not. I want to encourage you find somebody who's doing what you're wanting to do 
there's coaches out there all over the place who will help you walk this out and, and point you in the right direction. So I love that that's a tip that you gave in your story today. Now, we polled recently. Um, we polled our social media and asked, what has stopped you in the past from saying yes to the calling of your life? And we received so many great responses. And I sent these over to you before we got on here to chat. And there was a couple that really just resonated with you. But as we started talking, it seemed like those were just, they're so parallel. They're, they're pretty much the same. And so I wanted to unpack them with you and, and ask you, why did feeling unfamiliar outside of your comfort zone, why, did, why was that something that you resonated with? Um, and I know you spoke a little bit about that in your story already, but I'd love for you to kind of dive a little bit deeper in that. Yes. Yeah, so unfamiliar territory and outside of comfort zone. Well, we like to be comfortable. I'll speak in the eye. I like to be comfortable. I like what's predictable. I like mm-hmm. to know what's coming next because it gives us a, feel, a feeling or sense of control. Mm-hmm. And if I can control, then I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm in a right. safe space. Um, And so those really stuck out to me because for me, actually talking and interacting on social media, that was outside of my comfort zone. Um, I have a history of dance ministry and participating in that. So movement was my comfort zone, not necessarily speaking the word. And so that that can just be challenging because it's not comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, growth, I think of comfort zone as kind of stagnation and not growing. And when we think about growth, it takes effort. It takes some growing pains. That's why Mm -hmm. they're called growing pains. Um, And so that's why those stuck out to me. And then unfamiliar territory, once again, we don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And so when we don't know what to expect, that can be a little scary or a little intimidating Mm -hmm. um, because who knows, uh, we could fail, we could succeed. We just don't know what might others think in the process. There's a whole lot of things and a lot of unanswered questions that can go with that unfamiliar territory. So that's why those resonated with me. Yes, absolutely. And they resonate, I think, with so many of us because we like to be in control. We like to to know these things ahead of time. And one of the things that um, God has really been convicting me of is the fact that I want to try to control, but yet I have no control only he has the control. And so relying on him to step out into those unfamiliar uh, territories that he is saying, trust me, will you trust me with this next step? And, and so I'm having to learn to trust him and build that faith in, in him, which I think, you know, if we realize that that is something that we struggle with, he's given us a gift to realize that because then we can build upon that weakness and strengthen it in him. And how, yes. how wonderful is that? I mean, that I just amazing. think that is such a good gift that he's given us. Now, Quinise, if there is somebody who is struggling with that feeling of being uncomfortable, it's outside of my comfort zone, um, what, what scripture would you offer them or share with them to help them say, you know what? Yes, it is. But my God is bigger. My God is better. Um, that I can grab a hold of, of that scripture. That's my truth to step out in whatever this is, this is that he's put before me. The first scripture that comes to mind is we walk by faith and not by sight. Mm-hmm. 
So back to that trusting God, Mm -hmm. recognizing he is trustworthy and faith is what we don't see. (laughs) And so that uncomfortable, that unfamiliar, those are those things we don't see. But if we, we recognize that we can walk by faith and we can trust God, then we can go forward. Another encouragement that I have comes from Matthew chapter five, verses 13 through 16. And I'll just kind of paraphrase that. It talks about us being salt and light. It talks about a candle being lit and it's lit to be seen and put on a stand for God's glory and not to be hidden under a bushel or a bowl as some translations say. So when you recognize that you are salt, you are light, you are meant to bring flavor to this world, you are meant to bring light to this dark world. Just take a minute and pause and look at the darkness and realize, hey, God gave you a light and somebody needs your light. And so the more we can kind of get outside of ourselves, the more we can go forward and say yes to God because we recognize he has given us this light for his glory, for his kingdom. Somebody needs it. There are hurting people out there that need what we have to say. And because of our fears, they're missing it. And, mm. and we don't, we don't want the enemy to win, we Amen. Want, you know, God to be glorified. And so Amen. it's about him and, and getting outside of ourselves and recognizing he is with us through it. He promises to direct our path at, as we trust him to mm-hmm. lead us and guide us. He promises to be with us. Yes. So we're not alone, even in those unfamiliar and uncomfortable places and spaces, nothing catches God by surprise. He knows everything. He sees everything. And so just remembering that and remembering it is not about me. It is about God, his glory, building his kingdom, bringing light to this dark world. Then I I just believe that we can move forward and be encouraged to say yes to whatever it is God is calling us to do. Amen. Amen. Yes. I mean, he, if he's called you to do it, he's going to prepare you to do the good work. He is, and he is going to be right there beside you every step of the way. Now, I can say that now, where seven years ago, I was very hesitant. <laughs> I, I had a struggle, I struggled with saying yes to God's calling on my life because he asked, he was asking me to write and speak. And earlier today, before we got on, you were sharing that you're an introvert. And I was like, oh my goodness, I can totally relate because that is, that is who I am as well. I, I am more, I'm comfortable behind the scenes. I'm comfortable, um, you know, doing the, the other parts that nobody sees versus actually being out there. And God is asking when he said to speak and write, he was saying, are you willing to stand out there? And that was uncomfortable for me. So I hesitated with that because I was afraid of, of my fears were the fear of success. What was this going to, if I did find myself successful, what would this do to my family? What would this do to, um, you know, our lives and, and change that? Then my other fear was, what if I fail? What if I completely bomb and I don't do this well? And what happens, Lord? <laughs> and, you know, God had to put me at peace with both of those. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, Quinice, did you did you struggle with any of those or was there something else that you struggled with before you said yes? Just the, I hear you, Candice, with the, not necessarily the fear of failure or success, but the how, Mm -hmm. how how am I going to do this? How is this going to work? 
Mm-hmm. Um, this is not comfortable to me. Right. This is new to me. Right. And so how, you know, am I going to go forward with this? Mm-hmm. But I had to kind of push myself aside and, mm-hmm. and just remind myself, this is for God's glory. And mm-hmm. not obeying is really disobedience. Yes. Like, and I know that kind of hurts a little, but yeah. like not, you know, walking in what God is calling me to yes. is disobedience. So I want to be obedient. So Lord, kind of like Thomas said, help my unbelief, mm-hmm. help mm-hmm. me through this because it's not comfortable for me. So thank you that I can bring you my cares and my yes. concerns. Yes. Thank you that you are with me and help me to just read your word and soak that up, that, that you're with me. You go before me. You, everything that you have for me, you have prepared the way and you've equipped me with what's necessary when it is necessary. Mm -hmm. And the other piece is even just staying in the moment, Mm -hmm. not looking so far ahead. Um, Like the word says, don't worry about tomorrow. (laughs) You know, today's troubles are enough for today. So stay in today, stay in what he called you to do today. Right. You know, don't worry about if it gets big or too big. No, stay right here and he'll lead you, guide you, direct your path. And I know I went all over with that one, but it's just all of those reminders Yes, Um, because no, it's not easy, but we have to recognize the enemy doesn't want us doing God's will. So of course it's him that says, no, mm -mm, you're an introvert. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. But remember the word says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. The Mm. old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So remembering who we are. And that's why my passion is (laughs) what it is. You know, if we know who we are, Right. We, are, we can walk boldly for his glory, for his kingdom and for his assignments in our lives. Yes. Yes. I had a friend on uh, the podcast a couple, couple weeks back or maybe even a couple months back, Michelle Watson. And she even said that 99% obedience is still disobedience. And I was like, ouch, yes. she was, ouch, man, that hurt. But but she was absolutely right. And that's, that's what you're getting at as well as just the fact of if God has called you to do something, whether it's, you know, go and get a McDonald's meal for the homeless person on the corner that, that just, you know, make your, makes your heart stir. And he wants you to be Jesus with skin to that person. Say yes, say yes to that person. Maybe it's asking the waitress, Hey, our family's going to be praying in a few minutes. What can we pray for you about, you know, and just, say yes. in those, even those everyday, that everyday moments that even think that you're like, these are just, they're just normal things that we would do for throughout the day. But you know what, even doing those sometimes can be intimidating because we're like, okay, what are they going to respond with? Are they going to think that we're crazy? Are they going to be like, I'm not about this, but you know what? I just want to encourage you because when, when God, like when God compels your heart to step out, to, to do something like that, He's done that for a purpose. He's done that for a reason. And he already knows what that person's going to respond. He already knows what their heart is needing. And maybe he's inviting you to be Jesus with skin on to that person right there in front of you. And if you say no because of fear, what kind of opportunity did you just miss out on? Mm -hmm. So we just want to encourage you guys to say yes to whatever God has put before you. And I love Quinnies that you are all about the identity, finding your identity in Christ. In fact, you just, you have published your book. I love for you to share a little bit about your book and what you're doing now. And then how can our people find 
how to get a hold of you, how to become your peeps as well. So yes, thank you, Candice. My book is called A Glimpse of Our Father, Lessons Parenthood Reveals for All of God's Children. And the book highlights our relationship with God as our Heavenly Father and us as his children. And it uses examples of my daughter and I and our interactions and how those mirror the relationship with God and our Heavenly Father. And so as a result of the book, I am also hosting season three of Gathering for a Glimpse, which is a virtual small group slash book club, family community, I like to call, where we go through each one of those lessons on a deeper level. I have some additional curriculum that's not found in the book that we go through that helps strengthen our relationship with our Heavenly Father and remind us of our identity. The book club is absolutely free. And so you can just visit my website. So you can find me on a aglimpseofourfather.com to get more information on that. For social media, you can find me at Quinice Petway on Instagram and A Glimpse of Our Father on Facebook. All right, friends. So I hope you'll reach out to Quinice and find her book because it is super cute. And I plan on purchasing a copy myself, to be honest. And you know what? We may be giving away a free copy to a listener today. So if you are wanting to register to win a copy of Quinice's book, go ahead and check out the show notes below, which will also have all of Quinice's stuff there for you. And we will uh, put you in the drawing to give away one of her books for free. And I know you're going to love it and be blessed by it. Friend, I just want to remind you when you step out and what God has called you to do, let your yes be your success and then give God the rest till next time. I had so much fun today chatting with our guests, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found it useful and you were thinking about someone who might need to hear it as well, will you share the well? Yep, that's right. Maybe that's the one way God is asking you to live that missional lifestyle today by telling someone about our episode. Maybe nobody's coming to mind, but you're wanting to help. Would you write a short review? Your review invites others to listen in. See, there are easy steps to living that missional lifestyle. If you're interested in learning how Hooks to Crook Ministries makes an impact globally, check us out on hookstocrook.com. Again, that's hooks with the number two, crook.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, your yes to God is your success. How it impacts the world, well, that's his. So continue living that missional lifestyle as an everyday child of the game. Till next time.